this week we're going to be talking about Commands and Colors Ancients, expansion number one, Greece and the Eastern Kingdoms. Expansion number one of, I believe, six and two and three are together. And there's four. Five is that epic thing, which we, isn't really we don't an have expansion. Yeah. And uh, it's an expansion, but it's not like new blocks and stuff. Yeah. It just makes it, I don't know. Bigger scale. But uh, And then there's number six. So uh, this is expansion number one, Greece and the Eastern Kingdoms. It's published by GMT Games and designed by Richard Borg. Uh, here, I'll tell you a little bit about it. So uh, the Greece and Eastern Kingdoms is the first expansion to Commands and Colors. The armies of Philip, Alexander, and the successors meet the hosts of Persians, Scythians, and Indians to the east. In this expansion, you're going to find historical scenarios that focus on the hoplites of classical Greece fighting off the invading Persian army at Marathon and Plataea. 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 So epic battles from the Peloponnesian War and the rise of Macedon and Alexander's battles of Guagamela. Issues and Granicus against the Persians and battling involving Alexander's successors. With your Greeks, you'll be able to turn west and battle the Carthaginians in Sicily or as King Phyrus at Heraclea and Asculum battle the Romans. The first expansion showcases over 20 scenarios, which I believe we played about five. Mm-hmm. I think we At played five or six. about five, five or six scenarios out of this. It includes 300 new unit blocks and stickers that are a pain to put on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, five. She's your auto man. sticker, man. Yeah, that would be a nice to have. <laughs> it's called these. the wife. <laughs> there, she just, did help me. She yeah, did help me. just kidding. So, just uh, kidding, wife. Yeah, she might be listening. Mine's, she might maybe too. She should be in town. Oh, cool, cool. So, uh, Larrett, uh, let's talk about this. I know we played the first thing, which I believe is the Merit Battle of Marathon. Yeah, um, I think so. And then we played different ones with different rules. Uh, one of the things that this added that I kind of liked were the special units. Mm-hmm. So in the special units, um, okay, so the way Commands and Colors Ancients works and all the Commands and Colors games we played is it'll give you a scenario and it'll give you historical background. Mm-hmm. Then it'll tell you how many cards each side gets, mm-hmm. how who moves first, how many victory banners it takes to win. Mm-hmm. And then if there's any special rules, it'll have that too. So in this, there's special units. So your victory banners are usually these little blocks that you get when you take out an entire unit Mm -hmm. of the other side. Mm -hmm. But the uh, special units are those same size little blocks, but you put them with a unit to denote that that's a special unit. So it'll be like, you know, Alexander's like, you know, know, personal guard or something like that. And in the special rules, it'll tell you what they can do. They can ford rivers that other you know units can't different stuff like yeah, that yeah. and it's just cool it adds like a extra little element to that yeah more of a team almost like i mean uh, samurai battles we had gotten that expansion so quickly we were able to yeah, add ninja them attack yeah. and it had a few more different types of people mm-hmm. uh which was so weird um all of those uh big i can't think of the name the big Russian company. Uh, oh, yeah, um, Zvezda. Yeah, Zvezda Games. They have all of the expansion parts listed on the base. Like, you get the base game, all the expansion guys were listed in the, yeah. on the roster of teams, like what all your powers are, but they weren't in the box. Strange, huh? Yeah. I mean, Ancients kind of does that, too. If you yeah, look at the true. like unit book that tells you, uh, you know, attack and movement and stuff like that, yeah. it'll have things that aren't out yet or that aren't in that set. Yeah, you know? that's true. They do have that. I guess it's just so you don't have to keep keep up with different, but they all do come with those, don't yeah. they? Each expansion comes with its yeah. own, so it's just like I mean, what, the last one we played, you were actually playing the Romans yeah. from the base game, and so I, I just, was playing Persians or somebody from yeah, uh, the expansion, 
And so you were having to use the uh, unit book from the first one, and yeah. I was using the one from the expansion. It's just totally crazy how some of that stuff. Yeah, for gets sure. Designed. So uh, this is the scenarios we played have all been really cool. The historical background's always fun to read, but I would say with this expansion, um, so if people don't know what commands and colors is, so you've got cards called command cards, uh-huh. and you, the board is broken up into you put your miniatures out in samurai battles or your blocks out. These are blocks. It's not like an actual block war game where they're only facing you, so it's fog of war. This is they're stickered on both sides. Which is even more of a pain in the butt. <laughs> more stickers. stickers. Yeah, Double the stickers. Both sides. So, uh, yeah, you've got your blocks out there, and they're your units. So in small, medium, and large units, you know, any foot soldier or foot units, they've got four uh, four blocks per unit. Yeah. And once you take all those out, you get a victory banner. You know, mounted units, they get three. Elephant units and camel units, stuff like that, get two. Mm-hmm. And you're uh, ch- Chariots get two or three. Yeah. And what, what about your... Oh, the uh, war machines get two as yeah, well, but they're right. smaller block. That's right, yeah. And um, so you have your units out there, and then you're playing cards. The board's split up into three sections, left, right, and center. Mm. My left, right, and center is different than yours. Yeah, and my you left play is your card. right. And- so you've got a directional card. I forget what they're called. You've got leadership cards, uh, section cards, mm. and then just you know other cards. Yeah. And so say you play a section card. It'll say something like... Uh, command three units center. Yeah. So I play that, and then I have to go through and say, this unit is going to move one and attack. So since they're moving, they attack with one less die. Mm-hmm. If they stayed there and attacked, they would have to have the distance, but they could attack with two. So mm-hmm. each unit has its own stuff going on. Yeah. Every single one. So you would name all the three things you're going to do. This unit's just going to move up one. This unit's going to move up and do close combat. This unit's going to move up and fire over at this unit. And you can move your things in from the center to the left, to the right, and plan for something in the future too. Yeah. And then once you get there, you look at the number of dice you're supposed to roll, and you roll those dice, and uh, each unit is light is circle, Mm -hmm. and they're usually the uh, ranged ranged weapons too. Medium is triangles, Mm -hmm. and heavy is... Squares. Yes. So you roll the dice, and if one of those symbols come up, you get one unit or one uh, block from that unit, right? One kill. Yeah. If a leader symbol comes up and you have, and there's a leader in that unit that you're trying to fight, you roll the dice again, and if you get the leader symbol, that leader's dead. Yeah. So they don't get the benefit of having that leader, which actually gives them, like, ignore one flag. So the flag actually is a retreat flag, and they have to retreat. Move backwards or sacrifice units if they're unable to, if they're blocked. Yeah, or if that's right. Somehow. And uh, the only other thing is sword symbol. And the sword symbol is if you're doing close combat, it counts as a kill as well. Yeah. Just a general kill. With some, with the uh, everything but the, the weakest units. Like the most of the weaker range units can't do use the sword symbol. Yeah, that's right. The, yeah, the range units because they, would, they wouldn't be, you know, flailing swords around. They're still probably, you know. Yeah. And, uh. That's pretty much how Commands and Colors Ancients plays. It's pretty much how Samurai Battles plays, except it's got the extra, you know, things going on, the dragon cards, too. But, man, I still really love this game. I mean, this expansion, we were talking about if you could, if it just came with its own set of cards, you could pretty much carry it around by itself. Yeah. And just use it as a base game. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... It's a. I can imagine like a giant table set up with a huge battle. I mean, not a historical battle, but just like everybody, like all right, I'm going to take the hoplites from yeah. the surge expansion, and then you know, just picking your army and making it and making a giant 
crazy battle with yeah, this. Yeah, that would be cool, too. I mean, there's actually no reason. This is a scenario-based game, but there's no reason you couldn't set up your own scenario. Yeah. We've never tried that with the game. I bet somebody has some kind of point system yeah, or something yeah. online. But I, I really like all the scenarios in here. I've gone through the book a lot by myself and just kind of read the stuff. And, you know, they've got some that kind of one leads into the next scenario, kind of like they do in Samurai Battles yeah. in the first one. Those are always really cool. Yeah. Samurai Battles, it's really heavy on that. Yeah. They've got, like, one that's, like, five different scenarios are all part of the same battle. Yeah. But it's just different pieces of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, man, I would say with this expansion, we played a lot of Commands and Colors. Not as much as some people have played because we haven't played Napoleonics. We haven't played Battle Lore. We have only played Memoir 44 once. But we played a lot of Samurai Battles, a lot of Ancients. And I would say, finally, it, and I just love this system. Yeah. I mean, it's just beautiful, right? I yeah. mean, I don't ever not have fun playing this game. Ever. Yeah. And... I would say we are finally getting to the point where we're really doing some really strategic planning. Yeah. You know, when we started playing this game, we would kind of just, oh, I'm playing this card because it looks, I would like to do this. I'd like to attack with this unit. We've started really planning it. Yeah. And I mean, I've noticed here lately that our games are going quicker because we're taking out more full units because we're really planning strategy against them. Yeah. Used to, we would take out so many different pieces one of units. One here, one there. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I really like the way we're both kind of, you know, learning this game together because I don't think either of us maybe once or twice only have ever played this game without the other one. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to, like, learn the system together. and Yeah, we still there's still a couple things we could. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> We've got this problem with this game because we play it once every, sometimes once a month or two months, most of the time once every three months or so. Yeah, but, like, the main problem was is exasperated by the – us playing so many samurai battles first because yeah. it wasn't present. Mm -hmm. This particular thing isn't present in that, and it's different. And that is so. evasion. Yeah, evasion, and we never use another thing. We use leader evasion, but we don't use uh, regular unit evasion. Is in commands. I mean, uh -huh. in ancients. ancients. And I feel like the other thing we forget is um, gaining ground. Yeah, battling back or gaining ground. Um, it's called gaining ground in samurai battles. It's yeah, called something momentum else. advance. Yeah, that's in right. Ancients battling back. We try to remember because it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, we usually do the first like two. What it is is like you do a turn, I do a turn, you do a turn, I do a turn, and then one of us says we haven't been battling back, and <laughs> yeah. then we start it from the rest of the game. It was almost the end of the game, and I said like. Oh, shouldn't we be, like, gaining ground, too? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So when you make someone retreat, you can run up to them again and attack again, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Battling back is when you do close combat against somebody. As long as they don't retreat, they get to battle back against you. So if you come up to somebody and you roll two dice against their heavy unit with your small unit or mm -hmm. your medium unit, and you don't hit anything, and you don't make them retreat... You then, man, decimated. they're coming at you with five dice. I mean, they you can take out a unit that's trying to attack you. Yeah. So what's cool about it, you yeah. know? I mean, it's not just like I'm coming up, I'm rolling dice. The cards give you just excellent strategic gameplay. Yeah. I mean, it's random and the cards are drawing, right? But, I mean, there'll be cool special rules like, you know, this side gets five cards until turn whatever, and then they get this many, yeah. you know? Uh, some units have some really cool stuff. Like, there's that one cool heavy unit. Uh, from the Persian side or the blue side, whatever they're playing, yeah. where they have this thing where they roll four dice until they lose one one block out of that's the right. Unit, the warrior, they they're three. the warrior units. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The, I mean, 
Yeah. Each one, it's just cool to learn all this different stuff. I mean, and the more and more you play, the more you just know it. But and there's you can so use much it in the in book. The game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I say we're both getting much, much better at the game. Yeah. But Greece and the Eastern Kingdoms is the first expansion we've played. I'm going to start stickering the next one, which I can't even remember what it is. But I'm really excited to play this game forever, man. Yeah. I really wish that, you know, in, a, in the future when maybe we're not – doing a show like this or something, this would be a game I would want to get together every week and play. That would be an awesome weekly game or a campaign type game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would love to play every single scenario from Ancients and Samurai Battles. Dude. I would I, love it. Yeah, I can see this, like, if we did that and got it set up where we could play like that, I can see something cool coming out of it, like you making a scenario. Like, yeah. basically, uh, you could do anything, like, not in the historical, like, you could do a fantasy thing. They are a Viking or Yeah, you could cool do anything. Like and, and, you know, but I really want to... Uh, almost I'm, like a role-playing, like a game out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm less interested in Memoir 44 than I am in, say, playing Napoleonics. And Battle Lore doesn't seem as... to have the stuff that I really love. There's out of a lot ancients. of Battle Lore expansions in the... Uh, Gen Con stuff too. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Battle Lore Second Edition, they're finally coming out with all the expansions for the Second Edition yeah. too. But the one I'm excited about is the Great War that's not out yet. The Kickstarter happened uh, at one. the beginning of this year. It's World War One uh, Commands and Colors. So, nice. Commands and Colors is such a good system. You know, there's very few people, there's hardly any reviews out there of samurai battles, and you just don't, it doesn't get talked about. And it's strange because every other Commands and Colors game is so popular. Battle Lore, uh, Ancients, Memoir 44 are all so popular. Napoleonic's not quite as much, but I guess just because the subject matter isn't as, you know. Maybe Zvezda is a little bit too focused into that miniatures market for a lot That's of That's what it is. I think people just aren't willing to put together those miniatures. I mean, because think about like a tile game, Memoir 44, or um, the one we've play, been playing, Ancients, still pretty complex to do blocks, stickering, but once they're done, they're done. Or Memoir 44 and Battle Lore are actual miniatures that are already put together. Oh, I mean, okay. they're just, you know, little army men, essentially. Okay, yeah. Oh, Battle Cry is the one we haven't been talking about. Battle Cry. I've got it, but we haven't played it. It's yeah. a Civil War version. Yeah. And I've got the older version. I don't have the uh, 150th anniversary edition of that, but uh, I got that at a, at a flea market at uh, a convention. But, yeah, man, I want to play that one, too, for sure. And it's got the little miniatures as well. But, yeah, I mean, those putting together those miniatures, I mean, I put together a few with you, and I just, man, it's I could imagine it, not uh, wanting to do that. I mean, it's a thing, like, I've, I've discovered, I've been recently doing these, you know, those painting those bottles. Uh -huh. And I really, it's really very, it was always a kind of a therapeutic thing for me, but I've recently been able to really get where I can get some, coordination and detail going you know yeah um so yeah it reminds me i need to get that battle of moscow from moscow and i'll start putting those together yeah yeah we've got another game from zvezda called battle for moscow and it's an art of tactic game which we gotta learn how to play art of tactic yeah samurai battles comes with actually two games you put together the miniatures and you have a and that may be another game. part of the it kind of looks confusing how it says commands and colors art of tactic you yeah. may think is it both or is it because it seems hard to make it both but it it is it is yeah it just comes with the rule books for both and the scenario books for both and yeah um it's a uh, hex bait it's got hexes right oh they're all hex based they all have hexes yeah yeah um, but there's something different about it that i can't remember is it coming three boards instead of yeah, the three boards are separate. It's not a board that folds. Oh, it's three separate. Sam samurai battles? Yeah, samurai oh, battles. Yeah, it has a 
something. It's got the left, right, and center boards in the box. Yeah, is what it is. That's what I was thinking of. But yeah, man. Uh, no, it's um, it's one of those. Uh, it's not a solid piece. It's one of those uh, slit folded where it has the. Uh, you got to unfold it the right way or it tears. That's right. That's, that's right. I think that. Um. So uh. Yeah. The first expansion for Commands and Colors Ancients, I would say, is a success. But I mean, it's. I, I don't we know. We still how just it, dipped our toe into it. Yeah, bit. I don't know how it couldn't have been. You know, yeah. I mean, like you said, we played five or six of the scenarios out of twenty. I think once you played 20 scenarios, does that mean you know the whole game really well? I don't know because, I mean, there's so many rules. I mean. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I and mean, the thing is, I mean, we just reference. I mean, we're, this game is a, has a lot of rule, rules referencing, but we never actually, like, really read the rule book from the beginning because we knew how to play. I mean, we felt like we could flip to a scenario and start playing. Yeah. And then when you have a question about the new units, we just check go it out. look at the rule book, you yeah. know. So, Man, I would love just a multi-page, you know, unit book to come out that's got it for every single expansion in the base game. So you could just look at the picture on your unit and look in the book and see, oh, there it is. Boom, this is that. There it is. Yeah, it'd be cool. Clear as day. <laughs> yeah, and always looking across that uh, spreadsheet. So messy. It's so messy. It's like, who designed this? But it's still fun, right? I mean, yeah. I mean. It we, is so much fun. We have fun every time. I've, like I said, I've never not had fun playing Commands and Colors.